Each week, community members and volunteers at WFHB pose questions for Bloomington Mayor John Hamilton about local current events. Today, on A Few Minutes with the Mayor, Mayor John Hamilton answers some of those questions. I want to start with a little follow-up to uh, last week's questions about the floods. There's a big announcement that uh, that Monroe County is collecting damage reports, uh, which if you have a home uh, or, or a business that was damaged by the floods, you can report that damage by calling 211 or going online to in211.org. And uh, they're collecting those reports to hopefully collect and distribute uh, emergency funds to the people that need them. Does the city have any resources ready or, or is it working on getting any resources together to, to help out with city residents or local businesses who have been impacted by the flood? Well, we work very closely um, anytime there's a natural disaster like that. Uh, you know, primarily the, the funding sources, the, the system that kind of flows from the national level down to local and local back up to national is coordinated and driven by the emergency mm-hmm. management system, the county emergency management, the state emergency management, et cetera. So we work very closely with them. We are working as well, uh, kind of independently, directly with with businesses and downtown merchants and and folks who got hit very hard. Uh, t- primarily, the financial, direct financial uh, resources are essentially federal that flow through the state and the county uh, to respond to to natural disasters like a flood. Uh, so we're coordinating with people on helping people apply for that. Uh, uh, you know, rebuilding and and um, looking at sometimes people need bank loans and others, and we can be a kind of a referral source for that. But we're not directly a bank lender, for example. Typically, could you talk a little more about uh, the city's efforts reaching out to those you know local businesses? Well, it involves um, you know staff uh, literally walking the Kirkwood. Saturday morning after the flood, talking to merchants. Uh, it involved uh, being at the meeting uh, Monday morning, I think, down at People's Park to to talk with folks about what they needed, helping them uh, line up uh, uh, vendors, helping them deal with uh, regulatory issues that they might have. We have a economic and sustainable development department that works very closely with our with our sector uh, commercial sector. We have a public engagement director who works closely with uh, neighborhood associations and downtown associations and others. So a lot of it's conversations and connections that we try to help make. We work very closely with the county government and and Allison Moore, the county emergency management director. Um, And then, yeah, and then, of course, we, you know, we deal with stuff directly as a a city government, too, dealing with our, our fire department and our police department that had direct impacts. But there are just a thousand conversations going on where people are trying to help each other uh, move forward. The fire department had to move recently, right? Yeah, the fire department was seriously flooded. Um, basically, their whole basement got filled uh, and made it uninhabitable, essentially, both from equipment purposes and electronics and, and electricity such that they, they had to leave that station. And for a few days, uh, we have put both the engines, the apparatus, the fire trucks, uh, and the firefighters assigned to one of the other four stations. Uh, 
but it looks like that station is going to need some very substantial work. We were planning substantial rehab anyway, but we, we really need to do a study on do we want to fix that station up. Um, and in the meantime, it looks like we're going to create a kind of temporary downtown station uh, over at the uh, between 3rd and uh, 4th uh, on College in a, in a parking lot and in a building that the city owns that isn't being used right now. So that kind of was fortuitous, and it looks like that's going to work at least for some period of months that the fire department can operate out of there. A combination of the county council and county commissioners met last week to discuss the findings of a criminal justice report that they commissioned in 2019 um, over the sort of habitual uh, overcrowding of the, the Monroe County Jail. Um, is this something that is uh, on your radar? Like, have you gotten a chance to to go back and watch this meeting or, or look through the very extensive <laughs> uh, report? I have looked at the report. Um, I haven't read the whole report, and I've, I saw some of the meeting, actually. Um, and, and let me say, you know, I think it was three or four years ago that I toured the jail, and uh, it, it is it is a stain on our community, I think, is a fair way to say it. It's, it's not consistent with our community's values. It's not uh, providing the services that we should expect uh, in our own criminal justice system. So uh, that while the report was, you know, was very sobering and concerning, it wasn't surprising in many ways, I think, to people who've been following the issue. I think it's a big challenge right in front of us um, as a community to uh, upgrade our criminal justice system and particularly that facility, but also the parts that go around that facility, the, the, the softer services, the counseling, the, the training, the health care, all those things. Um, and that's a challenge not just in Bloomington and Monroe County, of course, but, but around the state and the country. But this has been an exceptional shortcoming, I think, for some time. So I'm, I'm glad that the report is out. Uh, and we look forward to being a full partner in trying to help move forward uh, to improve our, our criminal justice system in the ways that we can. Uh, you mentioned that not only are there upgrades that need to occur sort of in the jail, but also outside the jail. Uh, so a big chunk of the uh, recommendations from this report uh, uh, revolved around both pre- and post-jail improvements. Um, is this something that the city has thought about with regards to the Bloomington Police Department? Well, our police department, yes, our police department has been very active over the years, uh, including my five-plus years, uh, trying to do all that we can to divert people from the criminal justice system, to advance. Uh, you know, we hired social workers, the first department in the state to do that. We've got downtown resource officers. We've got neighborhood specialists. These are all new positions over the last several years that we've we've put in place to try to do a better job as a police department of helping people navigate challenging times, challenging situations. Um, it, it is, and that's, we believe deeply in that, and the Stride Center that just opened in the past year is part of that uh, law enforcement, law uh, enforcement assisted diversion, um, the mental, mental health support, the co collaboration with Centerstone and others. But you know, ultimately, this is a criminal justice system that's centered in the county government that, that has a lot of pieces to it, a lot of moving parts. It's really important that we get better at that. Um, the physical space of the jail has been a 
a real um, thorn in the side of our community and, frankly, of the hundreds of people who go through that jail. Virtually everybody who goes into that jail is coming back out uh, into our community, and we need to do a really good job uh, that we haven't been, I think, as a county, as a community, in helping make sure that that, that time in the criminal justice system increases the chance that somebody will be successful and thrive afterwards. Uh, could you talk a little bit about the Strive Center, actually? So the Stride Center is a new uh, location, 24-7 space, that is actually underneath the jail. It's in the basement. And it's a, it was a collaborative group that came out of a, a community-led um, organization, really kind of de facto ad hoc organization that said, how do we help deal with the opioid crisis, substance use disorder, mental illness, et cetera. And one place was, we need a place for people to go that's not the jail and that's not the hospital called the 2 a.m. problem. If somebody's having a crisis at 2 a.m., where do they go if somebody's trying to help them? Typically, there's two choices, the jail or the hospital. The Stride Center is a third choice, and it's, it's a place where people can go. They're not in custody, but if they're in crisis from mental health, from substance use disorder, it's a place they can, they can spend time with a nurse and counselors to try to get them in to get help, frankly. And it's new. It's had um, well over 100 people come through it. And it's a way to avoid jail and to avoid the hospital emergency room and to try to do a better job. And it's a terrific uh, new asset for our community. Our police use it a lot. Um, others are using it, starting to use it more. Um, and it's the kind of you know, social safety net, I guess, or fabric of wraparound services that we really need to help our community and our and the people of our community do better. Have there been any conversations yet about about trying to to center maybe the process around something like the Stride Center, or, or maybe like trying to recreate what the Stride Center is doing and and have more focus on that aspect of the process, or is it still pretty new and it's just everybody's still trying to get used to to having it as part of the ecosystem well you know we visited some places that had similar diversion programs in place and and remember we have we have four specialized courts that deal with diversion from the typical criminal justice system with the mental health and and substance use disorder and others uh, and this is this is a piece this is a part of the effort to have a more comprehensive uh, criminal justice and public safety and quality of life supporting system. It's really important. Uh, it's just a piece. Um, you know, in a given situation uh, in our community, um, there, there are different needs. There may be mental health needs. There may be uh, housing needs. There may be substance use uh, disorder needs. There may be violence. Uh, there may be domestic violence needs. And you kind of want to have a, a full range of options. And the Stride Center is a really important new option that we have. And I expect and hope that it will be part of, uh, you know, where the criminal justice system evolves. I think it's been a big help already. It's a three-year pilot. It's funded for three years. So we're going to have to figure out as a community how we keep it going if we want to keep it going. Do you have questions for Mayor John Hamilton? Send them in an email to news at wfhb.org titled Questions for the Mayor. For WFHB, I'm Jake Jacobson.